Hey, welcome back to Lab Notes. I am your host, Neil, otherwise known as Spoonman. I am here with Jared. As usual, good to be here. We have Zach. Hey, thanks for having me back. And Evan is here again. Hey, thanks for having me back. <laughs> You're listening to Lab Notes by Play Labs, where we focus on gameplay, communication, and wellness. Let's get to the lab. What do you have for us, Coach? What's going yeah, on? Coaching tip of the week. Well, uh, just going to talk about little bit how to familiarize yourself with new games especially if you're trying something that's been around for a long time we're going to use league as an as an example because that's my mainstay so there's a a new champion coming out uh named hawaii or hawaii something like that it's h-w-e-i uh and most champions in league have four abilities this guy has 10 abilities which is is pretty crazy so anytime you get into a new game just kind of going over the basics first and if a game has difficulty meters assigned to champions some do i know overwatch does yeah. uh, league does anything that isn't a shooter typically will sticking with the lower difficulty champions and not jumping into something that's way beyond your scope is going to help you pick up the game faster because there's usually a lot more to a game than just playing a character you know oh okay All right. by far their most complex champ to date besides maybe aphelios but that's a whole nother discussion okay. do you think this is like you know, what's to come they've actually addressed this so riot used to put out you know 10 15 champions a year and they're well over 150 champions in the game now okay. and they've scaled back significantly they're like hey we're probably only putting out like two a year so this year they put out three and the first two were fairly simple and that was their intent so they're real easy to understand champions pretty basic to play and then they were like all right for the last one we're doing just this ultra complex long range like artillery mage and they really went complex with it. So I'm excited so to play. I'm so intrigued by, by Lee. <laughs> like, in, uh, intrigued and scared to death. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really want to get into it. Like I told you before, I, wanna, I, I want to come in here for my lesson of watching League. Because it, I, I look at it and I go, I really wish I, it looks great. And I really wish I knew what I was looking at. Want the lab to yourself? Host a private party and get exclusive access to our entire 3,000 square foot gaming lab for your birthday party, bachelor or bachelorette party, or company event. Visit playlabs.gg party to book today. Use the promo code podcast for a $50 discount. I don't know if you guys heard, but there's a game that got announced this week. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> I've been under a rock. Tell yeah, me what right. that is. It's like when, when my wife knows about it, then <laughs> yeah. she's like, whoa. I didn't want to talk about Grand Theft Auto 6 necessarily, like the game and the trailer. And I've already seen several videos of people dissecting individual fragments of <laughs> moments. Oh, did you see that? You know, there's sand on the toes and the people on the beach. I'm like, okay, all right, I get it. My question is, does it have any advantage to put a trailer out 12 to 18 months before something's released? They're promoting it not so that you buy the game in 18 months, but they're promoting it so that you get back into or have a desire to get back into a game that you may have stepped away from for a long time. I don't I don't know the, the number of years GTA V has been out. Uh, I think it's close to like a decade. It is a, um, it's a 10 years old this, uh, this August. So yeah. maybe there's people who haven't played it in three or four years, and this is Rockstar's way of saying, hey, maybe it's time you 
come back out and get familiar with GTA again because the new one's coming in a year and a half. And I know that's, you said that's that's kind of what the inspiration was for you, Zach. I mean, you yeah. saw the ad and you're like, I need to play Vice City. Right? I, gotta, <laughs> yeah. I gotta go get that definitive trilogy, which might be broken, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see the sales of any Grand Theft Auto franchise game after that announcement. Yeah, how, I'd be curious absolutely. to see. Yeah. How soon is too soon for the pre-sale of GTA 6? They could drop it right now. It doesn't matter. They right? could drop it right now. It doesn't matter. I mean, they could drop it now. People will buy it. They What they could drop right now is, like, the ultimate, what's it called? Leonida? Leona? It, the, the, what's state, the city it, called? Uh, the state called? The state's called Leonida. It's got to be something. I don't know. There was a meme about it, but I didn't get to look at the article in time to see. But it was, people were thinking it was based off of, a like, a meme or something like that, which is why they called the state Yeah, Leonida. it has to be, right? <laughs> it's funny, the, the announcement for... Or, or the pre-announcement for the trailer, I sent Zach, and I was late yeah. that night. Which I, I want to say I was one of the first people to notice it out loud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, check this out, man. Here are a bunch of other game announcements using the same color theme. Yeah. And then the next day, here's this yeah. post. Like, they were six yeah. or so. Yeah. <laughs> like, all using that. So it just speaks to the power of Grand Theft Auto, right? And they yeah. all said very little in their post with it, too. They were <laughs> right. all like, tune in on this day, right. just like Rockstar right. does, where it's they just say, here's the date, be here. They could come out with their definitive edition today mm -hmm. that has whatever, you know, a little jar of sand from the beaches of Leonega, right? All, right. The, all the things that come along with it, and they could sell it for 150 bucks, and it'll be sold out before anybody gets a chance to buy it, right? Yeah. It's just... And the game's not even out. It doesn't even have a release date yet. You're buying the thought of something being released. Right. Yeah. I mean, this will be the first GTA that's come out in a post-Breath of the Wild world, where that kind of reinvented open-world games. And I want to see how Rockstar can kind of apply that to the way that does environmental storytelling and puzzles and kind of the open-air stuff. I want to see Rockstar apply that, you know, to a populated city. Right. The announcements that get me the most are like the Apple style announcements. Hey, we did all these cool things and here's the new product and this is a new thing that we just did and you can start buying it tomorrow. It, it's so disappointing to me, like, oh my gosh, that game looks great. Oh, great, I can buy it for my grandkids, you know, because it'll be out in 16 years. I'm like, what right. the fuck is that? You know? are, are games gonna, are your game companies gonna stop doing that? To track from Rockstar, that I was looking it up today, they did. For Red Dead Redemption 2, it was they announced it October 20th, 2016, said in the trailer or in the description, October 26, 2018. That's when it came out. Like so Rockstar makes that very clear of that's they they don't mind doing a year or two long out announcement. And I think Jared was kind of on the money there with they're just sending they're showing it to you now to say, hey, don't forget. You know, right. And, and we and have other IP to Yeah. So, right. Or even within within the same IP, but yeah. Interesting. So, it, I don't remember how they did GTA, like, 5. I don't remember when they announced it to when it came out, like, specifically. But I'd be curious to see what the numbers are on that type of release where you look at, like, post-release marketing. Mm -hmm. So the only people that know about that game are people that were in Alpha and Beta. And they kept quiet about it. And then anybody who watches the Game Awards or whatever gets to hear about it right then and there. Right. And then for a week after it, 
people start playing this game and you see your friend playing it and your friends are talking about it and there's this hype around it and it's already out so you get to go and play it and mm-hmm. there's got to be a huge influx of players versus what they're doing with GTA 6 where everyone's going to know about it for a year and a half and I'm sure there's still going to be a lot of people that play it but what's the difference you know but it is way more exciting for the consumer to be like wow this is new and exciting and i get to do it tomorrow right. like apex yes, legends please. i mean apex legends is a great example yeah. of they just drop that the same day they're like here it's out play yeah. it have fun i think it's good for the gamer yeah absolutely. right i mean i'm super excited about something i'm pumped and yeah i think it only works with new ip because it yeah i think you'd mentioned zach that that's something you can do with gta you can yeah. say hey it's coming out in two years and you, you'll wait yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. You're going to wait for it, and we know you'll wait for it, and it matters nothing to us that, that well, you're disappointed that it's two years from now. We don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talking a little more on new features and kind of getting into our next topic here, then uh, something that didn't exist when GTA V came out, something that does exist now, it's in a lot of games the forms of gambling with loot boxes and, mm-hmm. and battle passes and stuff like that. Is that something you see Rockstar implementing in GTA 6 in some way? Also a lot of announcements this week about new passes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah season one for COD. Yeah, I don't think they need to. I don't think Rockstar needs to do that. They could certainly come up with a new mechanic that's a similar style of mechanic, but in their type of gameplay, like one of the things in the announcement was you could definitely see some kind of TikTok, Twitter, X yeah. kind of social media platform. social media thing going on in there mm-hmm. where I could see maybe that becoming a way to sell something within the game. Like, here's a message from your girlfriend on TikTok, but hold on, this ad from Gillette, real quick. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. But I mean, there's, there's so much money in battle passes, and there's a reason almost every single game has one. Why wouldn't they try and maybe even just shoehorn it in there because they know people will buy it. I wonder how that works, how they'll do that, because Red Dead Redemption 2 has a battle pass or something similar. They did, like, a, a seasonal pass for online stuff, mm-hmm. and, and GTA Online still doesn't. They haven't implemented a battle pass or anything like that. I mean, I mean, they've made so much money just from the shark cards. You know, they say, hey, you want this new office building. It's, you know, $9 million. You spend $100 right now, we'll get you $8 million and spend another 20 bucks and now we'll give you that and that's how they made all their money through gta online hmm. was just through shark card microtransactions instead of any sort of loot box or pass or anything like that it was hmm. just you paid the money irl and then you got that money in game and so there's still an economy going on right it's just in a different form yeah right i don't see a battle pass style thing really working in a gta environment i don't either right but yeah. unless you buy contracts Right. Right. It yeah. could work if they go the free to play route, which also wasn't really a thing when GTA Online came out in True. 2013. Right. Yeah. So right. I don't know if they would choose to do that, but I mean, low barrier of entry and then get. I mean, there's with, games that have sure. the, the battle yeah. pass that aren't free to play, too. Of course. Though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is huh. kind of ridiculous, but yeah. That's the era we <laughs> I live bought in. into the Diablo 4 one and didn't yeah. stick with it. <laughs> I, I bought Diablo Can 4 I get my money straight back? up and yeah. Didn't, yeah. didn't stick with it. So. No. Wow, that's really kind of disappointing, right? It was a huge hype for a while, yeah, right? Yeah. Everybody was like, oh, oh my gosh, it's amazing. And then all of a sudden, like, yeah. like somebody came around and kicked everybody they in the ball. They, you know? yeah. they, I played it for, yeah, like a month. I think I just finished the story. I think I finished the story, and I stopped then. I was like, okay, I'm yeah. done. I'm happy. Huh. I got to level 50 or whatever, like, yeah. the to get into the next tiers were. And then I was like, I'm done. Like, because it it just comes So that's grind. Blizzard, right? Yeah. Overwatch is Blizzard. Yeah. What, what's going on at Blizzard? 
They're outside of the Gestapo. I mean, they're killing people's trust. I think that's what's happening. You know, you you screw them with Overwatch 2 and removing the story that you promised for years as why people were into the game. And and Diablo 4, they were like, we're just going to act first and apologize later. And they just botched balances and they just didn't seem like they cared. So had a huge influx of players and then a huge outflux of players. And, I mean, I don't care who you are. If you have a game that doesn't have a big player base, even if a bunch of people bought it, the game's probably not going to last very long. It'll still be there. It's Blizzard. They can afford the servers. Sure. But, like, right. it doesn't matter how much money you spend on your marketing. You're not going to recover a big portion of people that you lost. Right. And even if you do, it'll be for, like, a week, and they'll be like, this is still the, the a, same crap. I had a buddy who would always make the joke of Blizzard knows how to make a game and release it after they do not know how to run it. They do not know how to keep it going, keep people mm. coming back. And I mean, I think that's very true right now. I mean, like you said, Overwatch 2 is all these things it was supposed to be and we got maybe a portion of it. And yeah. that was Oh, and behind. you had to pay for it. Too. And you had to pay for it, <laughs> right, by the way. Right. Um, <laughs> so there's that. Um, when we talk about the mechanics of, of a lot of these things, right, and the, the design of it is intended to keep you drawn to it. Right. And clearly they didn't spend any money on that. Right. That seems to be, all, you know, that department checked out. Yeah. You know, the retention department. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> for lack of a better way to say it. Mm-hmm. And because that's a key component. Right. It's a key component of all these games. The reason why GTA five is around for 10 years is there's a retention component that works very well. The reason why COD sells a new, you know, a new edition every year and League of Legends is around for so long and all the other games that we're talking about have staying power because there's a retention component in there. So something else on the battle pass that mm-hmm. I found that's interesting is, so we'll use Overwatch and Fortnite as an example. Uh, Overwatch, with the new heroes that they release, the only way to get the new heroes is to buy the battle pass and you get it for free right away. Or you have to get to like tier 45 on the battle pass, which takes... Uh, Evan, I know you play a lot of Overwatch. How long does it take to get tier 45 naturally? <laughs> Two weeks? I don't. I've, I've never even gotten that far. I think in okay. a game like that. So I mean, so, if that goes to show so, you how long you have mm. to. So you have to play a lot to get that new character for free. So you still get it for free. You just don't get to play it when everybody else does. It can be in your games if you don't have it unlocked. Mm-hmm. You just can't play it until you get there. And mm-hmm. then with like Fortnite, the new Peter Griffin skin, which is something that you want, Neil. Okay, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And then you were told, hey, you can <laughs> only get this if you go all the way through the battle pass. So not only do you have to pay us. You have to play a crap ton of our game to even get the thing you want. Right. right. That's are, a disappointing why are they doing part, this? Right? I'm disappointed yeah. by that. Ah! Ah! Because you would, you would just outright buy the skin, right? That's, you can have my money. You can have $20. <laughs> I will give you $20. Let me play as Peter Griffin. So Don't make me suffer through 50 <laughs> so matches. What's the merit to not allowing both? You know, you can buy the skin or you can pay us more than what the battle pass is worth and you can just have the skin. You bring up a really good point with Overwatch, uh, well, specifically about that, because Overwatch 1, I loved that system. I loved the loot box system and I loved that there was no battle pass. There was no seasonal thing. I mean, there were seasons for like Halloween and Christmas, but that was the extent. I really liked Overwatch 1 because you got rewarded just for playing the game. You would play the game, you'd level up, you would get a loot box, you could open that loot box for free, and you would get, if you had a duplicate, you would get four items. You would, if you had those items already, you would just get coins back 
for mm-hmm. however much that was worth. So if you had a like if you got a rare skin that was worth two hundred coins, they would just give you those two hundred coins and you would just get to mm-hmm. go. And then what do you get to do with those? You get to save up and then buy a legendary with those coins. Yep. And that's it. Okay. And you spent I think it was five dollars for like two or three cases and you just got to open them and you got what you got and that was it. And that worked a lot of people like that. I think that was a big complaint from people for Overwatch 2 was like so we don't get that anymore. Instead we have to pay actual money to get virtual coins to then buy skins that are way overpriced. Yeah. You know, you get at the end of the day you don't get like different weapons for each character. You don't get different abilities. You get like let's say McCree or Cassidy and then you get a legendary skin from him in the store that's 2,600 coins, that's 25 bucks. I'm not spending wow. 25 bucks on one skin that's all quote unquote legendary. Like, no, I mean, is that the switch from a paid game to a, a free to play game? I think so. I mean, so. that's a, a Fortnite, right? Yeah. Fortnite is free to play and they want you to buy the battle pass, of course, because that's how they make money and they want yeah. you to buy skins and that's because that's I how mean, they make money. You have to imagine that a good majority of the people playing Overwatch 2 were from Overwatch 1. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so I mean, you're, you're betraying that you're, community yeah, right. of millions of players to engage, what, the next community that wants it free to play? If you look at, like, the reviews on Steam, most of the reviews, I, I, it's Steam's most negatively reviewed game ever by far. But on top of that, most of the reviews are people going, like, you had a great system with the first game. This is a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. Like, right. nothing's interesting about it. The Like you said, the reason for it being a two is not there on top of that. It doesn't need to be a two. And anything that looks cool that I want, I just have to spend real money on, <laughs> regardless of how long I play the game. You know, because I don't right. get loot boxes anymore. I, th- I think Blizzard just doesn't have that, sadly, doesn't have that mindset, right? They don't think of, they put out a change and all the players could say, we don't like it, and they're going to go, we don't care. And it's like, well, when you're, you know, complaining in the board meeting about how Overwatch 2 has no players, that's why. I exclusively play it with friends, and I don't, I can't play it solo anymore. I used to, but. So loot boxes, then, as you know, I'm not my thing. It's gambling, for lack of any any other way to say it. Uh, and I don't gamble, so to me it has no appeal whatsoever. In Europe, it's classified as gambling. You're paying for something. You may win something that might be worth money. That sounds like gambling to us. You know? Right. What, what's the appeal? I think there's a couple different types of loot boxes out there. Um, there's a loot boxes like in the old Overwatch that gave you stuff in-game, and you could get really valuable stuff pretty often. I'd say maybe one in every, like, 10 loot boxes, which they were pretty easy to get. You get like a legendary, and it's cool. And if you already had it, you got the coins, so then you could just buy a different legendary. We were talking about that earlier. And that's that's a great form of it. I don't think that is gambling. People could buy additional loot boxes, but the reason I don't think it's gambling in that respect is if you got stuff you didn't want or you had duplicates of, it gave you cash back so that you could buy the stuff that you did want. So within maybe, the game. Yeah, you, it's, you, it's you all stuff wait. you were getting in the game. Can I trade cash with you? No. Okay. No. There's nothing you can okay. trade. So that was Overwatch's old system, and it's kind of how League's loot box, not loot box, but their chest system works. Okay. And I knew one individual who literally just collected the boxes. She had, like, 800 loot boxes, and she just didn't open them. Oh, no. She didn't want to open them. <laughs> she thought it was cool to have tons and tons of these. And she did the same thing with, like, Hearthstone. She had, like, hundreds and hundreds of packs that she just didn't open. Uh, so there are unique individuals that want to do that, but 
if we go to uh, another game, I'll say Fortnite, if there's anything like that, Zach, talk about it real quick, and then we'll go over to Evan for CS2, which I think is gambling because there's a real market for it. I can't really think any of anything off the top of my head in Fortnite that is random like that. Like, obviously, microtransactions are a huge part sure. of Fortnite with the right. item shop rotating every day. Right. But what I like about that and why I end up buying so much in Fortnite is because I know exactly what I'm getting. So, like, with the M&M skin that we talked about right. before the podcast, like, I know exactly what I'm getting. I know exactly what the back bling is and the emote that goes with it. Yep. There's no random element to it. So I can decide, like, you know, cool. It's a, it's I, a purchase. Yeah. Here's what I right. want. Yeah. 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 I don't. I don't really do much in terms of random loot boxes. The closest I get to it is in a game called Marvel Snap, which is like Hearthstone. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, every week they have a pool of, like, four cards, and you can unlock, it's essentially a chest, and it will give you one of those four. If it's something different, you can convert it to something else, you know, either in-game currency. But, like, I earn that entirely in the game. I don't spend actual money. Like you said, I don't consider either one of those two things. Counter-Strike is, like, opening those loot boxes is absolutely is gambling um, because there is the Steam market. There is There are third-party markets where it goes for even more. I think it was, uh, I think it was this year or last year, a knife... That was really rare. Like the pattern, the color of it went for I think two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, <laughs> which I know it's so I can't believe that either because I like the skins. I couldn't imagine ever spending that kind of money on any digital item. Like, I, how does something become worth that inflated two hundred and fifty? I mean, that, those. I always said this. I said this in the early days, and don't I won't talk about crypto anything because that's not my thing. <laughs> But Counter-Strike was the first NFT, <laughs> right? Yeah. Without, a que- without question, that, that product was tied to your account. Yep. So on the, in the market, that was your account. You could transfer that item to another person. I mean, that was that's pure NFT from the definition right from the yeah. very beginning. Yeah. Um, you don't even really see, like, a knife or something in CS2 when you have it, right? It's just for other people. Like for yourself? Like, I mean, yeah. I guess yeah, you, you can look it. at it. You can inspect you see it. it, right? If you, if you pull yeah. out the knife, you can inspect oh, it and yeah. see it. And okay. each, each knife will have a different, like, inspect animation. It'll be something kind of like COD when they look at the so, weapons. That right, sort of thing. Right. It'll be like yeah, that. That's the yeah. inspect. So I'm kind of okay. familiar with it because you, you spoke about it um, a yeah. couple weeks ago. I don't know if it was on the podcast or not, but, like, uh, there's different, like, wear qualities. Yes. Uh, and wear being, like, how damaged it is, essentially. Yeah. So if it's, like, in mint condition or if it's really worn down, like, if I had that $250,000 knife in mint condition and I had that $250,000 knife in like like mid condition, could you really, really genuinely tell the difference when you have that knife and you're carrying it around? So that's dependent upon uh, skins individually because I've seen some that have, that'll be the same skin, it'll, one will say minimal wear, which is like the second best, and then there'll be the uh, like battle scarred, which is the mm. worst. And sometimes you can't even tell the difference. Sometimes they look exactly the same. But that, but that affects the value. Yes. Yeah. Um, right. How do, does it get worn by using it? It's just it is a random thing that happens oh. when the case opens. You do not wear it. So, like for instance, if you get a factory new item and you use it, that's the only gun you use for like five games. It's not going to wear. It okay. stays factory okay. new. Okay. 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 So if you get something field tested, it's not going to get worse. It's not going to get so, better. It stays the same. So I can use that two hundred fifty thousand dollars knife all day long for hundred games, it's not and going it's to still lose. worth the yeah. same amount. Yeah. Okay. It's okay, not okay, going okay. to lose. Right. Where did this value come from? 
just to start with it, so let's say you have a case and you want to open that case up. So you spend $2.50 on Steam, you open, you get a key, you open the case, case spins, and there's like an 80% chance to get a blue, which most of the skins in a case are blue. It's, I think it's like 10 blues, you get five purples, which is the next one up, you get like two or three pinks and then two reds, and then there's, depending on the case, there is the ultra rare, extraordinarily you know, special item, which is a knife or a pair of gloves, um, depending on the case you buy. You go through the case openings, you get that stuff. Steam has um, percentages of how you know likely you are to get yeah. one. A knife is a 0.28% chance, <laughs> um, whereas blues are 80%, and you know they go on. It's just like, so, slot, just like a slot machine. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you open a knife, does it like pop up the like you won banner, like jackpot, <laughs> like yeah. Because that's what it's got to right. feel like when you open a knife. It feels like that. There's so. an immediate rush of, I should get more because <laughs> I could get sure. another. It doesn't do anything uh, particularly special if you get a knife. It just opens the same like any other one. It just shows um, you can see what you're going to get as they're going by. So you can open it up and you'll see a whole bunch of blues go. You can see pinks sometimes. You can see reds go by. What, never, what color is the the knives or the knives really are weird? knives are yellow. They're like an oh, okay. they have their own special item because you don't get to see. That's another part of knives specifically. You don't get to see what knife you get unless you get one. So gotcha. it'll say uh, in the cases every other skin for a gun will have a specific skin that you get, and that's only in that specific case. If there's a knife available in multiple cases, like there are, it just says extraordinarily rare item, and if you get one, it's a chance of it could be any one of these knives, any one of these skins for said knife, and Uh any certain wear, or if it's um, stat track. Stat track is it just tracks your kills, which also increases the value. As an example, I got I got two ops the other day that were the same skin. One was battle scarred and one was minimal wear. The battle scarred one was worth five dollars. The minimal wear one would be is worth ten. If I were to get a stat track version of the minimal wear, you could say it's probably worth like thirty or forty. It goes up, depending on how people like that skin. You know, if there's a big market mm. for it, that sort of thing. Um, and the knives, same way. If you so, do you have to be a certain age to open these things? Uh, you just have to have the game. If you have a, if you have the game and you have a credit card to, to your Steam account, you can get as many as you want. <laughs> the only benefit, in addition to gambling, for this is you actually do you don't get something, but you get something, and it's something that you can use in a game that you presumably play. If I download CS2, and I just went in there and I bought a bunch of boxes, and I'm never going to play the game. I tried it. I don't like it. And I just went there to buy boxes. I think it's absolutely gambling. Because that's all I'm trying to do is get a right. really rare item. Right. You can do that, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's really funny you bring that up because one of my friends, Logan, uh, did that. He got into CS. He went he bought. There's um, some cases they started coming out with now that are a little bit, they're, they're $2 for the case, but you don't have to buy a key. So it's a little bit different. Right now, like cases as well are also community dictated. They dictate how much this case goes for because you have to buy the cases too unless you unlock them. So if you mm-hmm. want to buy a specific case, Great example, they've made cases back in 2014 after the game had been out for a couple of years. Those cases now, they don't make them anymore. So you can go and find that case. They'll, it'll say there's 10,000 cases left on the market. Each of those cases going for 60 bucks. So just to open it, right. you have to spend 60 bucks on the case plus 249 for the key. But he went and bought one of those cases where it only gives you a red. There's the highest one you can get is one red. There's no knife available too, which is also how they worked that out. And he got the red, and it was worth 560 bucks, and he sold it right on Steam right away. So, so can you take the money out? 
Uh, so that's uh, something. That's, <laughs> that's the question. So that's the thing is that yeah, there, there's a third party site. There's a couple of them. One of them uh, I saw is called Skin Wallet, where you could uh, yeah, you can trade the skin on there. I don't like the sound. Uh, no, yeah, not at all. <laughs> no, it's I called a terrible. I, I never yeah, I've never used any of them because I'm not sure how legit they are, and I'm not doing anything like that. So, but there are sites that say they can do that, where yeah, they'll just do the PayPal payout after they get the. I think what Steam wants you to do is sell it back on the market because then you get 140 bucks in your Steam wallet and, you and then you spend it on and Steam. then you can spend, spend it on, on more cases, right? Right, or, spend it, or, or just on games, anything or on Steam, whatever. right? Yeah. My friend uh, Matt did that. He sold a skin for $800 and bought himself a Steam Deck. He, he got really lucky with that because that was when he got that skin when it came out years ago, and then when CS2 was announced, the whole market changed. So the prot, so there are cases and keys. Yep. Right. So I can buy a case that's locked, and I can do nothing with it except yep. for sell the case. You can do nothing with it except sell it, or yeah, just unless you have, have to buy, unless, buy you, unless you have the key, a key, yep. or the key for that case. You have to right. buy, are, are the keys universal? No, the keys are specific. Okay. But the keys are, but the keys are, <laughs> that, uh, the keys are specific. <laughs> the keys are specific to each case, but they all have the same price. They are all two forty nine. There's okay. not a difference. So how much is the case? So the case that's dictated upon how. So people like your twenty fourteen case was sixty. And it's two fifty to open, but it's always two fifty to open. It's always two fifty to open. Yes, it's it, it doesn't change. That is. So you you couldn't just tell sell me a case for sixty two fifty and call it a day. You got to. Well, no, because you need the special key for that. Key. Well, right, but I mean, couldn't you? Well, what difference does it make? There's only one key. That's, exactly. So you it's can not like a yourself. random key. It's not like I buy a box of keys and maybe it'll open that case. Right. And now it's another gambling. Well, that's thing. in the next update. It's just <laughs> simply to open the case. So, it's intended to create case collectors. If you go to like a specific case right. that you want to open, you'll be able to read the graphs of like you put in a buy order. It's like kind of like stock, I guess, yeah. right? You know, I want to buy, I want to buy twenty of, of this case. Okay, well, this case is going for a dollar seventy five right now. You want to purchase a dollar seventy, so I can put in at uh, this is the buy order I want. Uh, I want to open up fifty cases. I put in a buy order. I want to buy fifty. I wait until the has, price reaches it. And has then, there ever been an instance where someone was deliberately able to manipulate the odds of cases? I can't recall off the top of my head. I used to, I remember watching somebody, I think it was at the last CS major, uh, the last CSGO major, somebody held up their laptop and they clicked the button oh, to open the case and then, pe and then people found out that he was running a script. So that way it looked like he opened a knife, and oh. then it was actually not the game. Okay. It was him just, oh, yeah. So okay. it was just fake. Just fake. I'm but still caught up on this key thing. So, 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 if, I, so if I buy a case, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Let's just say it's how much is a regular case today? Uh, just a, depends on whatever. The, the one I got the other day, let's say 70 cents. Oh, 70 cents. Okay. Yeah. So I buy the case for 70 cents, mm -hmm. and then I buy the key. Does it immediately open when I buy the key? No, you... I've uh, got to take action. You, you, go to the, you go to the case in your inventory. Huh. At the bottom, it'll say 249 to buy a key. Right. You can select there if you want to buy. You can buy them in increments of, of uh, 20, I you think. Buy bulk keys? Yeah, you can buy 20 or 25 at a time. If it's a unique key for every case, why would I want to buy 20? I have one case. Well, if you have 20 cases, you can just buy the 20 keys in bulk. Is, is oh, I see. It's just so to make it easier. it just applies to all the cases you have. Just, yeah, yeah, you can do it for any one okay. of them. Uh, but, so you get this case, you open it, or you get into that window, you click buy, it opens up a Steam window, authorize, you you know, you click authorize yeah. to let your account take the money out, it gives you the key, and then you hit the green button that says use the key, or open the case. Or but whatever. you could choose not to. You don't have to. No, you do not. You, once so what you, if I hold on to these keys, yeah, you and then sell all the cases that I bought the keys for? Do I have bogus keys now? 
Or do they just well, apply they, to new they cases? They, they, they would work with new cases. They're not like duds or anything. Are the keys only coming from Valve? Or are they, uh, like the cases are coming from multiple sources, right? Like yeah. other players and things. Yeah. Are the keys only coming through Valve? I think so there's that maybe where they're taking. Uh, that's where yeah. That's what I think. I think that's what most people okay. do. Most people aren't going to go onto the Steam market and search the user created because the user created. So you key can't market. buy keys from users, but you can buy cases. I think from so. Users. Here's I think you can, but most people don't because everybody just goes, okay, the the key is two sixty two from Valve. Everybody who has keys are going to yeah. put it for two sixty four just to sure. see if people will mm. do it. But there's never a shortage of keys. You know, right. there's never a shortage of people going like, I don't. I have all these cases I need to open. I don't. Have any keys there's always keys available hmm. okay it's the cases that eventually run out depending and and i don't so, know how valve works with so what this has all been leading up to is i'm gonna come back to to use act with fortnite so if you had the option to <laughs> buy resident, the, our resident Fortnite, you're, you're gonna buy the m m skin for ten dollars or you can buy 10 loot boxes that each have a 10% chance of having that M&M skin and you get to keep all the extra stuff that you would get on top of it, what would you buy? I'm just buying the skin. Okay. I don't need mom spaghetti <laughs> at different wear levels. I, I, <laughs> sure. I'll take just sure. the, the standard one. You don't need mom spaghetti <laughs> with different sauces or yeah. anything yeah. like that. So, yeah. well, good. A See, rabbit charm. Right well, now. I mean, that's exactly what you can do with Valve, though, is you can just go and buy that skin. It's just going to cost you however much the market dictates. So Fortnite yeah. could realistically yeah. copy that formula and be like, hey, we're going to do it too since Valve's getting away with it. So you have the best of both worlds, right? Those that want to gamble and those that just want to buy it outright. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the outright camp. I actually don't care about all the rest of the stuff either. It's like, well, here's I just thing. want that thing. But if that yeah. M&M skin was on the market for $60 or you could buy the, the dollar loot box that might have it, you're just going to spend the $60 or you got to take the one in 60 chance of, of getting it 60 times. This podcast is produced by Podcast Nation. Just like great gamers are made at Play Labs, great podcasts are made at Podcast Nation. Visit us at podcastnation.com to learn more. Think about the fact that you guys are talking about the Battle Pass for Fortnite, and I can't get Peter Griffin without buying the Battle Pass. Mm -hmm. And let's say they never sell him. As you mentioned, they're not mm -hmm. going to sell that as an individual. Yeah, they item. might do a variant, but they'll never do that. They'll one never, do that, never okay. do that one. So that White one just became unique pants. and valuable. Right. And I got it during the battle pass. And the battle pass doesn't exist forever. Yeah. Right. So, who's to say that Fortnite or Epic isn't in the background has a roadmap that says we're going to create a trading economy in totally 2025, yeah. right when GTA comes out? That says okay, that Griffin skin. Hey, I'm glad you bought the Battle Pass on it. What, what does the Battle Pass cost? Uh, 15, 10, 950 V bucks. That's like eight bucks, I think. Okay, okay. Something so like, that. like yeah. less than ten. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. So I would do it. And unfortunately, I have to play the game. So. Yes, yeah. you have to <laughs> factor in how much your time is worth. Right. Too. So yeah. all of a sudden, that thing just cost me eight hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. So I buy it for ten dollars ish, and then in 2025, when the market comes out, that Griffin skin suddenly worth a hundred bucks because you could only get it at that time. Right. Mm -hmm. They've created this massive economy, trading economy, because the reality of it is, and Valve does it too, they're taking, they're skimming every sale, mm -hmm. right? Yep. There's it's not a, one to one. Whenever you uh, put an item up on the market, you'll see as you get higher up in terms of the expenses of items, they will typically Valve tax. Well, there's like a there's a like a tax or whatever, but. Um, you put it at like uh, it's in the window when you can choose like what the user's buying or at, buying it at or what I'm getting from it. Mm -hmm. So you oh, can go okay. off of how much I want to sell it to right. you guys or just how much I want. So it is very it's, it's very much like stocks where there's a commission fee. Yeah, um, there's like a little checkbox. It's, it's, it's actually like it's taxed. Yeah. I, I don't by remember. the government. I, I don't. It can't be. It's. 
digital. Okay. So. Hmm. Interesting. So, that, I mean, they're, they're clearly making money on all these transactions. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, go back to Epic for a second, and now, yes, let me sell my Peter Griffin for $100. Yeah. They which I, which I net $98 from, right? and Epic makes two bucks. And they created that value from day one, mm-hmm. yeah. that they knew it was going to be worth 100 bucks or more because by making it exclusive on day one. Just curious as to when that's going to happen, right? Because it's only a matter of time. And they're complaining about losing money or whatever they're doing. Yeah, sure they are. Not not making enough money, maybe, is the better way right. to say it. They're making ridiculous amounts of money. I want, game. Like I said, I just want to know how much Valve makes off of every single one. of Because they're, I mean, like we said, there are people that are open hundreds of these every day. Just, like, that's their job. Like, people pay them on Twitch. Yeah. Keep opening. Keep yeah. going. Well, I mean, number Get of cases in. opened in a day is in the tens of thousands, I'm sure. So I got an interesting number here for you guys. There are 784,214 cases opened every day. That means they make $2 million a day, roughly, <laughs> in keys alone. Man. That was, I helped them the other day with that. I mean, not, as, not that much, but... That's, that's 544 <laughs> cases a minute, which is $1,300 a minute. Steve is very off of keys. Just keys. $2 million a day. In keys. Incredible. In virtual in just keys. keys. In right. just keys. Yeah. Gabe Newell is laughing his way to the bank. He's laughing on that yacht of that his, yacht, man. Right. Yeah, he's Oh, my chilling. gosh. Does that. This is why we don't have Half-Life 3. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why, why would they? they have no desire yeah. to do Why bother? We got to open ourselves up to all this criticism. Why don't we just give people more cases and just sit back? Wow. Well, this was a very enlightening podcast. Yeah, I had no idea. I know. If you have any thoughts on this as listeners, please, please jump into the Discord. Uh, if you need to still join that channel, it is in the show notes for this episode. So hop in the Discord, share your thoughts in the podcast channel. We'd love to hear what you think and maybe let us know the rarest item you've got in CS2. We will see you next week. Game on. Thanks for listening to Lab Notes. Visit playlabs.gg to find out more about our programming and schedule. Be sure to join our Discord and pop into the podcast channel to ask us questions or tell us what you think. See you next week. Game on. Game on.